Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Last week, NBC announced that Michelle Tafoya will work her final Sunday night football game at Super Bowl 56 on February 13th. With a record four sports Emmys for Outstanding Sports Personality Sports Reporter and the only person to be a finalist every year since the award's inception in 2011, Tafoya will have done 327 games as an NFL sideline reporter the most national primetime TV games, regular and postseason, for someone in that role. As the one doing the interviews, Tafoya isn't used to being the interviewee as she was on an NBC Sports conference call after NBC's Sunday Night Football concluded an unprecedented 11th consecutive season on pace to be television's number one primetime show. That run nearly doubles the next closest consecutive season king, American Idol, with six years on top. As executive producer Fred Gadelli makes clear, Tafoya has been a big part of the show's success. Tafoya appreciates Gadelli guiding her from ABC to NBC, where she also worked two Olympics. Usually I, I'd start out by saying this is bittersweet, but I'm trying to find the sweet. <laughs> With uh, Michelle leaving us after this season. Um, I hired Michelle back in 2004 to be the sideline reporter on Monday Night Football Unfortunately, we only had a couple of years together, and then I was able to persuade Dick Ebersol to bring her back uh, to Sunday Night Football in 2011, and uh, Michelle has just done outstanding work uh, on Monday night, on Sunday night. Uh, I said this a few weeks ago, in my lifetime, uh, I feel like she is the best sideline reporter uh, the NFL has had. Uh, I'm really looking forward to these next three games uh, because they're all big and Michelle always performs her best when the games mean the most. And I know she's going to be great in whatever she does next. But uh, like I said, I'm trying to find the sweet, Michelle. <laughs> Fred, now I, I was doing so well all day and now I just suddenly got misty um, because as anyone on this call knows, whenever you get praise from Fred Gadelli, it's like, not, you know, this. Unparalleled. Um, I have been so fortunate to work with Fred for all of these years, um, minus those five between Monday and Sunday. But um, I think today, all I really want to say is how grateful I am to NBC Sports for all of their support. Uh, as Fred mentioned, I mean, it really starts with Fred. He he sort of, if anyone asks me who catapulted your career. It's Fred Gadelli for me. It's, it's a no brainer. And, um, I just feel as though he's championed me and supported me and coached me, uh, for so long now. And, um, and, and we're, it's, we're kind of like family. And, um, I, I do want to thank Dick Eversall for, for listening to Fred and bringing me along when he did. Um, obviously Mark Lazarus has been a great friend. Um, Pete Bavacqua, um, and of course, Al Michaels, um, I believe in miracles because I got to work with Al Michaels. To me, I, I just, sometimes I, it, I don't even realize 
like how lucky I am to, to do that. John Madden, of course, for those two years at Monday and, um, and Chris Collinsworth, who's just turned into a great friend and, and, and Drew Esikoff, our director, there's just no one like him. And I just feel very grateful today. I, I, this is, it is bittersweet for me. The only sweet in it for me, Fred, is that I'll get a little more time with my family and I'm going on to pursue, and this is something I've wanted to do for several years now, to pursue some other opportunities that are really meaningful to me. And I'm not going to talk about those today. Uh, that will come at a later time. But I just want to thank um, everyone at NBC Sports, also the Olympic division, Molly Solomon, Rebecca Chapman, uh, Tommy Roy, Dan Hicks, Rowdy Gaines, for all the fun times I had doing swimming the past two Summer Olympic Games. Um, it's just been a, it's just been an enormous privilege, a great honor and so much fun and so professionally gratifying. If I wanted to stay in sports television, I wouldn't be leaving. Um, this is about opening a new chapter for me. Why does Goodelli, a recent sports broadcasting hall of fame inductee, consider Tafoya the best NFL sideline reporter ever? More than just information, she captures a feeling from players and coaches, and Tafoya credits Goodelli for bringing her to the table and into the conversation during the game. There was um, was a time, and, and especially in my career, you know, where you could pretty much uh, format where the sideline reporter was going to appear, uh, you know, after speaking to the coaches at halftime, perhaps before the kickoff, and then if someone got hurt. And uh, one of the things that I realized with Michelle was she was capable of so much more. Um, she was really able to, you know, elicit uh, not only information from players and coaches, but feelings. Uh, and uh, she's obviously as smart as a whip. And the one thing you have to be a sideline reporter is really fast on your feet because I tend to change things up a lot pretty quickly. And Michelle was able to handle all. So, uh, you know, for me, I just kept looking for ways to, you know, further integrate her into the conversation with Al and John and then with Al and Chris. So it, we didn't have that, that, yeah, you could, you could expect to see Michelle before the kickoff, you know, and after halftime, but really began looking for ways to use her storytelling abilities in, in many cases to set up the story you know, so then Al and John or Al and Chris can, can take it from there. So for me, it just, she just became a more and more integral part of the broadcast, not somebody who had just very specific detailed responsibilities. And, and I'd answer it by saying, you know, I never worked with a producer before who, who, um, who get, who put as much weight on this role as Fred did and does. And uh, that was so refreshing and so empowering and, and fun. And um, I think just for me over the course of time, honestly, it's also about just been developing relationships with coaches, with players, so that there's a trust factor um, that doesn't come right away. You know, you've got to get to know these people and you've got to get to know what you're dealing with at halftime each week and, and who you're dealing with. Every coach is so different. Um, and then in just the player, the player dealings that I have during the week, uh, those just became every, every week they became more and more comfortable, more fun and more fruitful because of the time spent and it, the time invested in it. And that is something that 
Fred has encouraged from day one. And um, it's just, I think it's just grown and grown. And believe me, we have a notebook full of stuff going into each game, the vast majority of which does not make the air, but it's, but it's there and we're always prepared and ready and I'm supported. And uh, I just feel like I, I, I hit the lottery of sideline jobs. Honest to, honest to God, that's how I feel. As a Manhattan Beach, California native, Tafoya has put down roots in Minnesota, and she says that she plans to stay there for the foreseeable future, recalling moments from her time covering the Vikings. Right now, Minnesota's my home. It's where I'm raising my kids. My kids love it here. They love their school. And so as long as, uh, you know, until they go to college, we are planted right here. Traveling from Minnesota is a lot easier than traveling, you know, across the country from New York or L.A. It's, I'm, we're, as you know, we're right here in the center of the country, and it made travel pretty easy for me, I think, relative to others on the crew who are mostly East and West Coast based. Um, and so, you know, I, I will say uh, I have a lot of friends in the Minnesota Vikings organization that did not make me a biased observer by any means. But um, on that note, I wish Mike Zimmer all the best. He was one of our favorite coaches to have in production meetings. Um, One of my favorite coaches to talk to at halftime. I'm really sorry to see him go. I'm sure he'll get snapped up in a jiffy uh, by someone. But um, so, yeah, you know, it's when I first started here in Minnesota, I was a Viking sideline reporter for KFAN. And um, so I've known that organization for a long time. But again, it it never uh, influenced the way I covered the team. It just has been sort of a a fun – there have been some really interesting times with the Vikings, that outdoor playoff game at TCF – what was TCF Bank Stadium against the Seahawks in sub-zero temperatures. I can remember that. (laughs) Certainly thanking the Lord that they built a dome finally – or built a new dome. Um, so all those things, uh, you know, I just have, I, I used to do the Chris Carter show on K fan radio. So a lot of memories, uh, that involve the Vikings for sure. When asked for the top moment of her sideline reporting career, Tafoya doesn't have just one. And she says she'll miss the camaraderie with her crew the most. I hope this doesn't disappoint you, but the experiences that topped them all were the times I spent just with the crew. Uh, in particular on Madden's bus on the way to practice or on the way to games with with, with all these knuckleheads has just been <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I, those are the moments I will never forget. Um, you know, I, I think certainly every Super Bowl has provided a great memory um, chasing down Mal- Malcolm Butler after um, he intercepted Russell Wilson at the goal line. Uh, to beat the to beat the Seahawks um, or to ice that game, standing behind Bill Belichick in that moment, seeing his arms go in the air as high as they possibly could, uh, that was a great moment, or at least a memorable one. It was a lot of fun. Um, there have been countless. I, I'll always point to that game, as I said earlier, at TCF Bank Stadium outdoors in I think it was seven below at kickoff, and just battling that weather with a group of people that you know, it was us against the weather. And it was uh, just something you, you never, ever forget stuff like that. You just you just don't. It's seared into your memory, or I guess I should say frozen into your memory. Um, I, Tom Brady uh, beating the Patriots this year, um, that post game. 
Uh, I mean, it goes on Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Brett Favre beating the Packers uh, when he was with the Vikings. That that post game interview was was uh, just just uh, again. I'm so grateful for these opportunities. They just provided me challenges and incredible moments in sports. And um, and I think too, just as I I don't want to overlook the the Olympic Games. Covering Michael Phelps last fifth and last Olympics was a treat, a treat. It was absolutely a blast. Katie Ledecky, a, just an incredible thing to watch. So um, there have been quite a few, but I would say to me, what I will miss the most is our time together as a crew and um, the, just the phone calls I have with the players every week when I get to talk to them one-on-one, running into coaches and players on the sidelines before and after the game. Um, the, the moments you never see on TV are, to me, the, the most precious. What's next for Tafoya? She hasn't announced those plans. In response to a question about whether she would express her personal opinions in her next role, she said, I think the safest answer to that is yes. With that answer in mind, she talked about how she enjoyed her time on the ABC talk show, The View. Generally, what I took out of that experience was an opportunity to go um, flex some other muscles. And I didn't get to flex them as much as, you know, you'd want to because it was just two days worth of appearance. And in those two days, you know, you can probably count the number of minutes in which I spoke. But uh, it was an opportunity to just try something different and try something um, where, you know, I get to talk about other stuff. And uh, that was that was enjoyable for me. And um, that was that was the biggest takeaway. Tafoya grew up less than 10 miles from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, home of this year's Super Bowl, which will be her fifth big game, and it will mean a lot to her family. The Super Bowl being close to home, I don't know. It's I haven't lived in L.A. for so long now. I think I've almost lived half my life in Minnesota. That That isn't quite as meaningful as you might think it would be. But it does give me a chance to see my mom and my brother and my my sister and my relatives out there, which is always a a good thing, always a plus. Uh, I think I will be hosting my brother at his very first Super Bowl, so um, that'll mean a lot to him. Um, But, you know, yeah, it's just, it's the timing's great. Speaking of family, as she did throughout the conference call, Tafoya had a special question from her mom who wanted to know when to expect a visit from her daughter. Our next question comes from Wilma Tavoya. Please go ahead. Oh, my. No. <laughs> Mom? Can I ask her a question, Michelle? Yeah. Oh, no, Fred. <laughs> no, I know. It's an inside joke. I apologize. Everyone. Mom, are you really asking a question? No, babe. Oh, okay. So you accidentally pressed the button, I think, that meant that you wanted to ask a question. (laughs) Do you have anything you'd like to ask, Mom? When will I see you again? You will see me hopefully on President's Day weekend, Mom. Um, My mom is amazing. My mom, Wilma, is on this call. She is 90 years old, and um, we celebrated her 90th birthday last summer. She is a stud. She is the strongest woman that I know. She's been a great, great role model for me, a tr- an unbelievable support. Um, I adore her. I'm glad you're on here, mom. Um, you were with me when I won my first Emmy. Do you remember that? 
I do, I do. Oh, she's going to get emotional. Okay. I don't want you to get emotional. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, she is, um, obviously, she's, she is just a great support. And uh, so, Mom, thanks for being on here. Now, no more questions. <laughs> thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.